can you hear me? Oh yeah, you sound good. Perfect. Can you hear me? Do I sound good? Yep, you sound you sound fine. I don't have a microphone, so just have to go with what we get. Yep. My microphone's at your place. Nothing to fart into. Yep, you're just gonna have to rip it into the room. It sounds kind of echoey in there. It should reverberate pretty good. In a white room. We'll get you, yeah, we'll get you a fart, Mike. Why don't you just put your phone and record it? And just put it next to your butt. And just have it ready to go. My phone's plugged in. It's charging. It's dead. You know, you can get. I got this app a while ago that would record sleep talking, like mm-hmm. talking in your sleep. Because apparently Dorothy kept saying I was mumbling things, so I wanted to hear it. And all I just, I just kept record, recording farts all night. Every time I'd rip a fart, I'd just record it. Yeah. That's probably what she was hearing with you just farting in your sleep. Yeah, just sometimes my asshole just slips a few words out and yeah, so I don't know what it's saying. But yeah, it was a fart recorder. It's pretty good. You should get one of those. Yeah. How are you, Tyler? Pretty good. I'm an alien. You are an alien. I'm on TV. This is a, this is, we tried video podcasting last time. We're trying again poorly. We're in separate places. We gotta zoom it. We gotta zoom it. Playing with the filters. Zooming it didn't make it out to your place yesterday. Yeah, it's all right. Gas is still shitty. Riding the bike a lot. Riding the bike everywhere. You're in the middle of nowhere. You you could can't. You could. You just get you get a real workout. You'd really have to plan your day. Doug Coning, comedian Doug Coning, rode his bike from Hamilton to London. I could do it. In a day, that's pretty impressive. He did it in a couple hours, four hours, I think he said he did. Yeah, you just got to get up at the crack of dawn, <laughs> head out on your bike, pack a bag, shit little water. Ride my BMX bike? I don't know. You got you to gotta fix up your other bike there. I fix up my road bike, yeah. I've been working on that for two years. Hit the road. Get yourself a, one of those e-bikes. You see I've those? I've been working on it for two years straight. I Worked on it for a week and then let it sit for a year. And a half. <laughs> uh, what are you pondering? You just sit there and stare at it and think, what next? Can't get the crank off. Can't get the crank off. Well, I can get one arm of the crank off with the spindle stuck in the I got to get like, a, get like welded or something, like cut it off. Yeah, you wouldn't weld it off because welding's for putting things together, Brandon. Yeah, I could picture you on one of those like electric scooters out there, like not the stand-up one, like a little like a little moped ripping around. No. But no, no. that's what that's what actual motorcycle, Brandon. Oh man, yeah, that's what uh, that's what guys with DUIs drive. Sorry, (laughs) electric scooters. That's not considered a. Uh, no, a, I don't think so. Because I do that when I when I was living in Paris, there's a like a local homeless drunk guy. He wasn't really homeless. He was a deviant and he lived oh. poorly. But you got Paris, a D- Ontario. Paris, but, Ontario. Yes. But uh, no baguettes. He got a DUI, got his license taken away. But then someone got him one of these fucking electric bikes and he's just he's just free to go. He's just crashing that thing into everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You can get away with it. I'm sure you can still get tickets, but you don't need a license to drive it. Probably not. No. So have fun, Neil. Have fun ripping <laughs> around. Uh, yeah. Well, I'd rather just get a motorcycle, a motorcycle license, or fix something bicycle. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot more people riding their bikes, but uh, well, I, I live in London, Ontario, so it's just you see a lot of people. It definitely is a DUIers of some sort. Like they're just riding their bike to work. Yeah, big DUI time. But. Yeah, big time. Big time. Uh, oh, fun, fun fact I read about, uh, at least, I don't know if it's Ontario or Canada wide, but like number one, could you guess what the number one vehicle for a DUI would be? Like they would like get a, pulled over for a DUI? Or that get pulled over. Yeah. Uh, like a truck, like a fucking big yep. jacked up Dodge pickup truck. <laughs> You nailed it. Black Dodge Rams. Yeah, Black Dodge Rams. Black Dodge Rams. Those things. And I think it's like the number one road rage vehicle as well. Or it's up there. Mm -hmm. It has to be. What is it? I know we talked about cars before on our road trip 
episode of just like the kind of personality that draws a person to a certain car. Oh, man, nothing but psychos driving black trucks, Dodge Rams. Yeah, black Dodge Rams for crazy for people. I had a guy in my ass today. I was just trying to drive the speed limit, be a good driver. <laughs> He's just fucking on me. And what do you do? What do you do with road ragers? I lean into it. I uh, I start slowing down. Oh, okay, yeah. I, right, those right, guys. Right, and then I'll speed up once they pass me. Or I'll, like, I always like stick my fingers out the window, give a big rock and roll. Woo! Like, <laughs> show them that I'm having a better time than they are, you know? Yeah. No, I, I, I do that too. I feel like we're riding a line though. People are getting crazier out there. I'm seeing a lot more insane road rage videos. Yeah. And it's... Might not be worth it. There's a guy in London last year that got stabbed just over a road rage incident. Just stabbed yeah. in the arm. Just guy just walked up, stabbed him in his open window. It's like, what the fuck? But yeah, I do the same thing. I like because I'm a delivery driver, so I just like make up characters in my head, just drive around. And as soon as like I just see that black Dodge Ram behind me, I'm just like, oh, I turn into Agnes. And it's like, oh heavens, this truck is mighty close. I better slow down. <laughs> <laughs> Turn you on just, my blink. You just by, when you're by yourself. When I'm by myself for hours on end. Ag- Agnes is riding with you. And I get to see in the mirror this guy just freaking out. I'll just wave. Hello. I see you. <laughs> <laughs> just drop my speed limit by like 15 kilometers. Yeah. They don't like when you do that. No. We're going to, but uh, reading these statistics, I think we're going to get stabbed or beat with a two by four. I'm surprised about this behavior. Yeah. You told that story about that truck chasing you around, thinking you were there to steal his stuff. Oh, yeah. I got chased real good a couple times. Okay. Yeah. Trucks are handy, but like, yeah, it's it's a weird symbol to have when you got a block Dodge Ram. Dodge Ram pickup truck. Oh, man. Just, like, uh, yeah, those guys are just fucked. So I get a, a little testicle song. I, st- I still have this bag of drugs next to me that you have to come pick up. Yeah, I've been meaning to get that bag of drugs from you. It's not even drugs. I keep saying bag of drugs. I know. It's, everything's, le- everything's legal in this bag. It's a, it's a bag of awesome, really. It's Yeah. It and, it's like a, and it's a tote bag. I'm not talking about a sketchy Ziploc bag for no. Drugs. It's a, it's a tote it's not bag. Even like, it's not even a duffel bag either. It's a nice bag. I did a I did a stand up comedy show. Um, this is the coolest thing about stand up comedy is sometimes you get to stand up comedy in weird places. And I did a show in a horse barn last week. It was in a horse barn out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, and did you get like, to meet the horses? We kind of walked over and said hi to them, and then they took the shit, and the shit stunk, so we walked away. Yeah, I went down there with our buddy Black Zeus. And uh, a couple other comics who put the show on. Reese Turner put the show on. Jam Easy was down there. Uh, and we did a show in the middle of this, like, empty horse barn. And uh, it was like a like a weed flea market or, like, a black market. None of that this stuff is that's actually exciting. legal. It's all, that's all, it's not government legal stuff. It's all black market stuff. So yeah, that, that's why it's in a horse barn. Yeah, but it's like a flea market and everyone was cool and everyone was just handing you stuff and giving you stuff. And then they gave us those bags at the end. Said so there's over a few hundred dollars worth of stuff in there. Yeah, there's a shitload of it's a tempting bag to have sitting around here. I, yeah. I took a few goodies, but like you got your you got yourself set for a while. There's just, there's weird shit. There's like trail mix. I I haven't even had a good chance to go over it because I drove right to your house from that and then I just kind of was like I wanted to put it at your place I had to put some lights there because I didn't want to leave my car and a bag of drugs in it so there's a very fancy mushroom chocolate bar Um, I did try it so I'm excited for that yeah that's a good one I still have a piece from the last one that we had yeah well this one I don't know. I took two squares. I suggest doing that. It. I felt pretty good. I went yeah. and looked at the stars. It was nice. Nice. I saw there's a whole bag of uh, just dried mushrooms in there. Yep. There's there's those. Um, you got, like you got shatter. You got some beverages. You got a hat. <laughs> Zeus drank the beverage on the way home. There's an empty what? bottle in my car still. 
Fuck. What a world um, we live in, eh? That you, uh, just, you just went to a flea market and you got handed this bag. But I can sure tell you that the comedy was not fun or good at all. It was fun. <laughs> it, it was fun, but it was not good because you're performing to people that are walking around in a circle. Yeah. You'd expect high. some. You'd expect It'll, something better from a horse barn, right? Uh, no, I would not expect anything better than that. But uh, it was fun. I ended up going like man on the street style, just like interviewing people and talking about what they're doing. You know, the thing is, the people at the vendor tables, they're all listening because it's, uh, you know, they have nothing to do. They're just sitting there trying to sell their weed all day. So yeah. they're listening. So that was fun. And then, uh, yeah, they gave us this big bag full of goodies and, and some cash too. And then, uh, we were on our way and that was like four or five in the afternoon that we did that. And then, uh, so it was like a good way to start the day. And then I went to another show with you later that night. I believe I went with you, right? Yep. <laughs> you probably, you just, memory's a little shaky at this yeah, point. I had got, yeah, well, even before we got that bag, somebody had given me something to eat. But uh, I was good. I was fine. But uh but then the yeah, second we, show was also a weed show that you went to. Yeah. We both it, went to. It's funny to think like years ago when we first started in comedy in Toronto, like there was all these underground weed places and like the underground and Vapor Central and Vape on the Lake. And it was like the, they were like speakeasies and it was always stoner shows. And you got really used to that climate and environment. And they went away. And then they went away. And then in a day, I did two of them again. It felt like old times. They're coming back. They're truly underground again, right? Like they're harder to find. Yeah, you got to seek them out be. again, right? Like this yeah. was like a private event put on by a few friends and like it was well yes. done. They had like great service. They were serving drinks. They had like, it was like an, uh, what's a dispensary from the reservation. Like they had a table of stuff going on there. And, uh, but yeah, they gave, just gave me a, a, a moon rocket. Which was like a twelve dollar joint. Yeah, that was. Uh, that was. Fun. I don't think. I don't think those were official Dan Peters branded Moon Rockets. No, no, they were. They were just called Moon Rockets. They're, but Dan has a trademark on that. Huh. The don't actual tell, inventor of Moon Rocket. Don't tell Dan. Yeah, but I went. You went up last. I went up huh? second last. By the time I went up. I'm thinking I did okay. And then I get off and someone was asking her like, so how'd you do? What'd you, what'd you do up there? I'm like, I don't even know. I don't remember it. All. I just got off stage. I'm like, I don't even remember what I just did. It was a roller coaster. It it's been a while. Since, yeah. It's been a while since I got that high before to do a show. Like it was, it was rough. That's fine. I, I had some good moments and then some walls. Everyone had eaten a bunch of pizza too before I went up. So they were all. <laughs> yeah. This was a little spent by the time we went up. Yeah, it was a long show too, so long day for me. So it went well, well though. I had a fun time, and it, yeah. it was a packed crowd. It was nice. Well, c- come pick up your bag of drugs. It's it's. I know. Room. I meant to do it yesterday. Well, I meant to. I was gonna come yesterday and do the podcast and get it. Your tote bag. Anyway, get it. Just don't do all my drugs. Uh, let's get into some word doom <laughs> news. Get into some word doom news. What do we want to talk about? Monkeypox. Monkeypox is still is there, a thing. Is there an update on the monkeypox? They well, um, they're just they're starting to treat it more serious, more as if it were a new pandemic kind of thing. Is, is this as like if it early is on? Is this well, like early on when we were talking about COVID on cruise ships? We're like, it's not coming here. Kind of, because yeah, because that's where we started. We're like, oh, it's in a few little pockets, but monkeypox is in it's in over twenty or thirty different countries. For such a like very isolated disease, like we talked about it before, but like now they're starting to look at it like, okay, it's more contagious than they thought because they thought it was just close contact, basically sex. It's like a, it's a folk monkeypox disease, right? And nope, they, apparently it's respiratory, like same as COVID is being spread. So I, I haven't read too many articles, but uh, my girlfriend works at the hospital and she came home today and they sent out an official kind of fact sheet, oh, like, giving them the heads up about monkeypox and like and what the symptoms going are. With that name too. They're just going Monk- with that name. That's yep. what they've chosen to call it. That's what it is. I think there's a whole bunch of different ones, right? But well, just, are there? Is there zebra pox, hippopotamus pox? Well, same with cor- coronavirus. That's just there's several different coronaviruses. 
monkey boxes. It's just from monkeys. But uh, no, it's, it's something to look out for, I guess. But mon- even saying it's from monkeys is such a broad term. Like, is it from a gorilla, a chimpanzee, a lemur, a, a little spider monkey? What kind of monkey? Could be all of the above. I don't know. I don't know what diseases these monkeys have. So what monkeys carry what diseases? Yeah. But uh, they're gonna they're gonna be sc- screening uh, like staff at the hospital for monkeypox. So th- they already have screening set up. They already have uh, vaccines for monkeypox. Well, that's good ahead of the curve. Exactly. But uh, they're they're concerned at its like where it came from and its kind of rate of spread because it like did it come from eating a monkey? <laughs> no, I think we discussed this last time. It's just close exposure with a monkey. Doesn't mean fucking a monkey, but... Uh, Close exposure does mean... I've had lots of close exposures to monkeys myself. I don't think I've ever been around a monkey. Yeah, just on vacation, you go to Mexico, these dudes just come around with a monkey and they just throw it on your shoulder. That sounds like a privilege. I've never been around a monkey. I just remember this thing just grabbing my hair and screaming in my face. Well, there is a... There is a great photo of you with a monkey that we used to use as a whale prank. Uh, yeah, I got a cool blue visor and braces. It's uh, and a monkey on my head. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. seen that photo. Well, I haven't. As far as I know, I didn't get any monkeypox from these from these dudes. But that's good. Uh, that's the new pandemic watch keeping out for those monkeys. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we're gonna have another pandemic. Yeah. I think the world's. Yeah. You, you tell those freedom. What do you truck, mean? You can tell those freedom truckers that. There's a monkey pandemic now. They're going to yeah. fucking go bring their shotguns to the zoo. Start killing yeah. chimpanzees. Yeah. Um, if anything, our reaction to the pandemic, our lockdowns are, you know, uh, pre- preventing any sickness kind of thing might have made it easier for newer pandemics to start in ways. in the way they spread and the way they can maybe like... Uh, like affect people's immune systems are weakened. Like people have already gotten COVID, right? Like there's like they gotten damage from it. So it's it's I don't know. Pandemics no. aren't going away, that's for sure. You know what? The monkey pox. I don't know. I don't think it's gonna be monkey pox. I think it'll be a bird flu. I don't know. Remember that one Planet of the Apes movie at the end, and then like the like the. Virus is spreading, and they show the wire, the monkey virus spreading throughout. So you think that'll happen? You think the monkeys will just turn smart and take over? The monkeys will take over. It. We live on a planet of apes. I'm, I'm, I'll try it out. I'm okay with that. They're I coming live on the... for your face, though, Brandon. Monkeys have been known to rip off faces. <sighs> yeah, I'll just move. I'll move away. <laughs> There's not that many monkeys to... Uh, see, I'm gonna blend in with the monkeys. <laughs> yeah, I start thinking like a monkey, start acting like a monkey. I a monkey like, family to take me in. Just look like a shaved ape. Raise me as one of their own. Oh man! All right, what else is going on in the news? We broke some horrible records this 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 week when it comes to the climate. Um, basically, we we broke a new record for the amount of CO two in the re- in the in the in the atmosphere. As well as we are officially locked in for 1.5 degrees Celsius of, of, uh, of uh, temperature rise. That Pretty much like we're at the point, even if we... It's like, cold out today. What are you talking about? <laughs> we're getting pretty good weather. I like what, what's happening to us. Where Canada's lucky. Or a hoodie today. But no, we just, we hit the threshold of uh, like, even if we changed everything tomorrow, like literally hit a magic button and everything changed, it's still too late. So yeah, we're they're looking at, yeah, we're, we're done. We're done. 30 it's years it's, from now. Yeah. It, it, and you know, it's, yeah, it's going to be worse than that. It's going to get hot. It's going to get hot. I think Canada is going to be a major refuge for a lot of these like climate refugees from different parts of the world. Cause we have so much land and we're going to be affected now, everywhere is going to be affected by these huge climate changes, but Canada is going to be not as bad, I, I guess I'd say. And like, I guess climate, I'd say not I, as bad, I guess I'd say. Like we might yeah, have. Yeah, it's going to be all right, all right. 
like compared to some places where it'll be uninhabitable, like to the south of us, there'll be parts of the United States where you won't be able to live anymore. They're looking at Colorado in 50 years from now will be unrecognizable. It's going to look like Arizona, just just dry, arid desert. And well, we, have, we have deserts. True. Saskatchewan's a desert. But being where we are and how much land we have and just we're going to have shorter winters, you know, more space, more land's going to open up to like, you know, the farm and to live on. So I think we're going to take on probably a lot of like hundreds of millions of of people. Hundreds of millions of people. Yeah. Well, when you look at the scale of uh, are going to move in refugee to Canada. Eh, maybe not hundreds, but you said hundreds of millions. I think there's hundreds of millions of going to be there's going to be refugees in total of uh, are they just people affected start by building. It? Are we just going to start building new towns and new villages all over the place? Why not? Might are they well. just going to spawn out of the ones we already have? Done it before. They do it for like mining towns, and they just like spring up these 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 buildings. Right? There's lots of trees up there. Teach them oh, yeah. to build a cabin. Well, that's the other thing. You're going to limit your resources, limit your supplies. Yeah. But the world is uh, completely uh, not ready for any kind of mass migration like this. No, that's and what I was getting at. And it's already starting, and it's it's going to increase every year. So get, get well, ready. here's a question we haven't asked in a while, Brad. What? what are you going to do about it? What are you going to do about it? I don't know. I'm just welcome these people that are just like forced out of their country because it's too hot or there's no water and there's drought or there's war well lots of people probably die too yeah a lot of people will but a lot of people are going to try and move right people are smart enough to fucking hightail it out of there unless you're hit by a flood or something like you could be hit by a bus you could be hit by a bus (laughs) on your way we're all going out somehow. It is true. Maybe you just live in a hot country. Yeah. So, Earth breaking some shitty records this week here. But is it, well, yeah, and it's going to continue as long as we're alive. Yeah. We're not getting any better. I think we've no established that. Yeah. So our country, Look, I, th- I think we're going to be a uh, little Greta didn't fix it. No. All right. Oh, this stupid Zoom meeting says I only have 10 minutes left. Well, Since when did that change? It said I thought it was free for two you people. Said you didn't, you didn't, sometimes it is. Just keep talking. If it kicks us off, it kicks us off. Ah, fair enough. Keep talking. Keep talking. All right. You know what? You know what Ohio did this week? Ohio Ohio, Ohio put Canada on a watch list. A, ter- a terror watch list. Because Canada is so scary. Uh, I guess the way we treated uh, uh, certain businesses and like religious groups during the pandemic, basically we were arresting assholes that wouldn't close down their churches, right? right. Mm-hmm. That's That happened close to, close to home. That was Elmer. It's probably referring to Elmer, right? That guy kept def- every Sunday, he would defy order and just, he'd have a church. Right. Get together and he getting shit and gets giant fines every week. So Ohio sees that as such a threat that they're just they're putting Canada on a watch list for terror. I guess so. Be careful going to Ohio, right? Normally you could travel the world fine as a Canadian, but no. I don't think there's people in Ohio that are just gonna. You're Canadian, (laughs) Gil. That's true. But you never know, man. It's uh, that is a probably a pretty religious state, I imagine. Yeah, I don't know. And it's crazy to think how ingrained religion still is. Cleveland's in, the in Ohio. Cleveland, yeah. Uh, Cleveland rocks. Cleveland rocks. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's all your education on Cleveland. The intro to the Drew Carey show. Yeah. Yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's there. Drew Carey's there. Yeah. What could go wrong? Gary yeah. loves Cleveland. Yeah. But yeah, th- th- this is the first. A lot more countries now are starting to hate Canada. Yeah, like I oh, we're not the best anymore. No, since this pandemic, everything's just flipped. <laughs> Everyone's just like looking at Justin Trudeau like he's like Hitler 
Or, I don't know if he's like he's, Hitler, he, he's, he's not. Like, he's he's being referred to everything though. Well, some bad shit came out. Yeah. Fucking blackface. You get you lose all credit once you do blackface. Absolutely. And you just see the picture of him dressed up in like uh unless you're like, like what, the few that have gone away with it, like Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what? I did I tell you about the time in, in uh, at Halloween I dressed up as Samuel L. Jackson, but I didn't do blackface. I just had an afro. I did blackface. <laughs> That's bordering borderline. I wasn't comfortable. I like I didn't like the idea. Well, it was a pulp fiction, the two characters from pulp fiction. I didn't I couldn't get John Travolta. It's just like, all right. <laughs> I don't know if he all right. do the Am I gonna get canceled now? Am I gonna get canceled? I was sixteen. Uh, I haven't seen any photos of it, so probably not. There was yeah, I'm there's way way worse costumes in mine. Way more racist costumes. <laughs> that was the end of that. All right. Yeah, let's uh let's talk about our main topic tonight. Oh, our main topic tonight. Yes. Uh I guess it's kind of fitting how you look. You look like an alien. We're not really talking about aliens. We'll talk about space. We're going to talk about the moon and the, why the moon is so fucking weird. How, why, why are we Why are we doomed from the moon? moon it's going to save us, I thought. Yeah. The cheese and stuff. We're not necessarily doomed by the moon. It's just a, what we're going to talk about. Because... <laughs> I went down a bit of a rabbit hole on uh, just bizarre facts uh, about the moon. Okay, let's start here. Yeah. Do, you, do you believe in the moon landings? Have, um, have, have humans been to the moon? You do? I do. You think that's real? I think footage has been faked of the moon landings. I think there's been moon landings that uh, the public isn't aware of. Ooh. And uh, there might be more than just that. So we'll get into that a little more. Once we talk what about the whole Kubrick theory? I think Kubrick had something to do with it. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I think there's been missions to the moon, but also maybe the footage didn't turn out or, you know, they weren't going to get footage in time. Maybe they physically couldn't get the footage. So, could, yeah. cam- could, could old 16 millimeter film cameras even work on the Yeah. Moon? Who knows? They don't know that. They're going for the first time. They've never the film gonna be exposed. Exactly. Um, so I understand maybe hiring Stanley Kubrick to so I think they shot it some stuff yeah. to shoot right. some stuff on a sound stage. So I think both is true. I think they've faked the moon landing and they also been to the moon. Like there's uh there's photos you can see today, even uh, amateur astronomer astronomers with like badass telescopes are getting like HD pictures of like where you see the moon site, you can see where the tracks are, you can see where all like the garbage is left. But why haven't we gone back? I don't know. That's the mystery. But there is interest uh, in going back to the moon. And it's not necessarily NASA as much as it is kind of new space agencies. So like SpaceX, and there's all these space. Well, that's mi- what I was just going to say. Why hasn't fucking Muskie done it yet? Um, he, I don't, he's more interested in Mars. Yeah. I like, I think he'd make a stop at the moon on your way to Mars. But there's a few uh, space mining companies that have popped up, right? That are creating technology where they can mine either asteroids, things like that. And they, they've got their sights on the moon because there's, there's all kinds of rare minerals. Uh, there's silver, gold, like mercury. Moon? Yeah. It's full of, well, According to scientists, how do we know that? That's a mystery too. There's there's data about the moon that you know they're not hundred. They don't understand like how they even got this data. Like uh, like there's all these bizarre caverns reported on the moon. It's well, like how like I how wasn't it, gonna bring it up. Yeah, but you know there are theories of the moon just being an alien base and that they live in those holes in the moon and the caverns. Well, th- that's one theory of the caverns, but there's also the moon used to be very volcanic and there's, it's probably still volcanic in some regions. Like so lava, these, vol- like lava yeah. volcanoes or ice volcanoes? No, like lava. Uh, you know, there's, cause there's, Volcanoes all over the moon, they're all inactive, but they, they would have been active at some point. There's evidence of lava flow. 
thought a lot of that was just craters from it getting hit by other rocks. Oh, there's that too. But a lot of these holes they find, because they're finding these holes that are like huge and just like go for like hundreds of kilometers. But those are just volcanic shafts, right? We have those on Earth. So like the tube that goes up to the volcano, right? The shaft. The shaft. Shaft. But, but uh, there's there's weird things about the moon. So you brought up craters. The, the moon is covered in craters because there's no proper atmosphere. There's nothing to protect the moon from asteroid impact. Um, right. And there's... You, I go outside and look at the moon wherever you are. You could see the huge impacts. Like they're yeah. massive. You can see the shadows on it. But the one thing that's never talked about is the depth of these craters, because some of them were obviously a huge impact by a major, like a giant rock. So there should be a certain depth to that as well. But a lot of these huge craters are shallow. Like they're all very shallow, much more shallow than they should be for being hit. So it's as if like the material under the moon is is just incredibly dense, right? It's right. made from some kind of me- metallic material. Um, it's heavy rock. Could, could be heavy rock. Like they do have, like they, if they think, yeah. Marble. But at the same time, the moon, they did all these tests on the moon to test its density, to see how dense it is, how heavy it is. And uh, it was surprisingly light. Like they couldn't believe how light it was. How did they do those tests? They basically just fired a bunch of uh, probes at it. And like they just smashed into the moon and they were able to record like the reverberation, like in the impact. And like, I don't know, they could figure out the density from that. And basically it rang like a bell, they said. It was totally unexpected. This thing rang like it was now hollow. What, now they're thinking it's hollow and that it's made of something super metallic and the aliens do live in the middle. Yeah, because like before this, they thought there's like there's probably a, a solid active core in the moon. You know, they thought a solid mineral, but this now they're thinking like, whoa, this is there could be a lot of emptiness inside the moon, like which could be explained by yeah, volcanic activity just ceasing to exist and just all these sinkholes and so maybe it was you know, all lava could have been a, it was a hot moon it was a red hot moon i don't think it was ever a hot moon we're back where were we um we're talking about how the moon is filled with cheese that's right um i'm saying it's gouda you think it's brie uh what's like your it theory? would have to be a softer cheese you know i'm Personally, I like a good extra old. I'm an, I like an old cheddar. Maybe if you get closer to the core, but uh, the outer edge is definitely a Gouda crust, maybe some Parmesan. It's, cr- it's crusty, eh? Flaky. It's all science. This is all science. You can dispute it all you want. But no, you were saying they blasted some shit into the moon and then it rang like a big old doorbell, like a big old school bell. Yeah. Um, or- so yeah, that, that would suggest that it's empty. It's 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 pretty empty. It's pretty hollow. Not a lot going on in there. It's low density, small density compared to the Earth, especially. Um, another very mysterious thing that happens on the moon are moon lights, or as they call it, transient lunar phenomena. Well, because we we were taught growing up that the moon do- isn't actually a light source that it is just light reflecting off the sun. That's what they teach you when you grow up. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not talking about that light. Yes. We all know. It doesn't give off its own light, but you're saying these are different light. What is there laser shows going on in these craters? For instance, uh, the very first lunar mission with Armstrong and Aldrin. Buzz. When they were approaching the atmosphere of the moon, they witnessed a series of fluorescent green lights coming from a crater on the moon below them. Yeah. And this was backed up by a group of German astrologists sitting at Earth with a big telescope watching the moon as like the lunar module is entering the atmosphere of the moon. So they lasers, lasers. So th- this is like in a transcript in the whole in the like the the NASA, I don't know, the the mission, or whatever. It's in a transcript. So that's where they, you know, they started reporting more of these lights. So that's where they came up with the name transient lunar phenomena. Is it like an aurora borealis situation? A little bit, but it's a very bright, somewhat twinkling light source when seen. 
Um, and it's something that's been seen for over like 1500 years too. So it goes back in history in different cultures of uh, people seeing lights on the moon. There's still, there's people today like, like amateur astrologists just in their backyard, their telescopes, and they're getting all kinds of weird fucking lights on the moon. They're getting UFOs on the moon too. They're getting like lights moving across the atmosphere. Yeah, well, let's just, yeah, let's call a spade a spade here. It's probably yeah. UFOs. It's probably alien. It could life. be. What? Well, you go back to uh, if the volcanic nature of the moon. They don't think it is active, but if it is active, would we be able to see like eruptions from Earth? There's uh, been na- like now, like currently, or like yeah, thousands of years. I thought we were talking like thousands of years ago. Well, it could be could be happening still today. There's um oh, so they think there's still lava active today. Well, there might be. Well, that might be an explanation for these lights. If we maybe we're seeing eruptions on the moon. Oh, but why would they be green? Not sure. The uh, just who knows? Like, uh, like when you burn copper, copper it burns green. Oh, fuck, right? I love burning copper. <laughs> <laughs> get some, get some nice good colors. Yeah, I like burning anything that gives you colors. Tires give you a nice. <laughs> yeah. So now we can start talking about kind of you know let's get weirder with the moon. It's uh. It's very, it's it's in a very specific place. What's its, its purpose? If you're going to start telling me that it controls our feelings and emotions, Brandon, you got one of those crystals lodged up your asshole. Yeah, it's uh, this is something you told me. I don't know oh, what you're okay. talking about. Right. Talk, when you talk about the tides, which is a very important wa- factor, water at water and the moon are they go hand in hand? Yeah. So the water, yeah. So as the moon goes around its orbit around around the Earth, it has a slight tug. Every, and that's what expands the water all over the world, create the tides. And if we didn't, and if we didn't have that, we wouldn't have any life on land as we know it, because that would, that's what allowed the little tiny creatures living in the ocean to be swept up on shore like every day right. and slowly get used to living on life, a living on tug. land. A little tug. That's all. Yeah. That's that's all human life needed, or any life forms needed, yeah. was just a little tug. It has this perfect cycle. It, it goes around the earth, and nature has followed this cycle since the very beginning. So, the beginning it's, of time. So its purpose is it's it's like incubating Earth. It's been there since the beginning of of life. They think, and mm-hmm. you know, serves a very important purpose. If it's if it shifts in any major way, like our tides will. Like everything will just everything be ruined, will crash. Everything will be ruined. Everything will crumble. Yeah. But aren't there planets out there that have multiple moons? But yeah. are those are those orbiting moons, and do those moons control the tide and stuff? It's like there's physics that play in here too, right? Like that's what it is. It's physics. Yeah. It's, it's moving it around, and it's getting that that little tug, that little tug that you need. To get it going, <laughs> you gotta get that little tug to get it going. Any little tug. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, yeah, like Jupiter has, oh, I don't know how many moons, like oh, 60 it's, moons. It's, but it's a larger, larger force. Tug. Of, it's a larger <laughs> tug. Yeah. A bigger planet has more gravity. Yeah, I get it. It's all, yeah, all these moons are interesting. And ours, especially the size of our moon. This is what trips me out. So when you see a lunar eclipse, the fact that the the size of our moon from the distance we are from Earth to the moon that we see in the sky mm-hmm. fits perfectly to the size of the sun that we see from Earth to the sun. That's it's the same size circle. Well, almost. That's why you get that perfect <laughs> ring. When, you, when the moon perfectly lines up with the sun and you get that just, I don't know, I've never seen it before. I've been in a partial like, solar eclipse. I didn't have yeah. the right glasses, so I didn't look. <laughs> Are you talking about a solar eclipse or a lunar eclipse? So solar eclipse, which is like the, the moon going in front of the sun. Yeah. Lunar, lunar, ecli- lunar eclipse is when like the shadow of the earth uh, blocks out the um, the shat, uh, the light on the moon. I'm pretty sure. Which one are you not supposed to look at? <laughs> the solar eclipse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I just remember Trump. He was just like out there in the front lawn with his hand over his eyes, just staring directly at it. It's like, oh, wow. No, I, I remember I was working that day. I really wanted to look at it. Couldn't. Well, is the moon like, in fact, is thinking of the moon's metal or big old bell. Is it reflective? I guess it is. It bounces light. Yeah. Like, clearly it bounces light. When the moon yeah. is big and bright, it's bouncing light. Yeah. So there are theories put out there by actual scientists. Is the moon artificial? Was it put here by an advanced civilization Ooh. engineered to help support life on Earth? Did it help get that little tug going? Exactly. What if like yeah. a clock, like, you know, you build like a clock. Yeah. Like Earth could have been just some rock planet, like like many others. But once certain things are applied to once it, you, once you put that gravitational pull in place, yeah. that little tug. But how would they know that water would have bacteria in it that would eventually be left on land and create life forms and well, if they're building this insane moon satellite going around the planet, I'm pretty sure they have an understanding. Of what's they probably going stopped on. and took a look around. <laughs> yeah, eh? yeah, yeah, I think they know what they're doing. If that's the case, that's a if, big investment putting a moon up there. Yeah, <laughs> you can take a look around. Let's see what surroundings. happens. <laughs> yeah. happens. Maybe they've done theory. it before. Maybe they've done it uh, if it's an advanced yeah. thing. So, so then we'll go back to the NASA missions, um, where I do believe we've had. The Apollo missions from 69 onward, they, they golfed and they drove around a golf cart on the you moon. Think they That's what we don't talk that? about enough is when you want to talk about fake, like the fact that they're driving around, they brought a golf cart to the moon. Like, why are we believing that? <laughs> There's no gravity. There's no. no atmosphere. No, the just f- the fact that they brought it there on this cr- stupid little lunar module that they built that yeah, they that can't feels- make anymore. So He'll when say, you talk well, the about big, the big one is that the flag is fluttering in yeah. the wind and there'd be no wind. But when you said why why aren't we going back up there? Exactly. Na- NASA gets oh. asked this all the time. And I was watching this crazy interview with this guy working for NASA, and he says, Well, we lost the technology and all the plans to create the technology to get us to the moon. So we can't do it anymore. And then, like, without skipping a beat, he starts talking about but next is Mars. We have plans in a future set for Mars. I'm like, how do you have plans for Mars, but you can't go back to the moon? Yeah, it's on the way. Yeah. Isn't it? And the we have that, to go past it. And these moon missions just ended abruptly. That's like when your parents tell you you can't go out for ice cream when you're a kid and they drive right past an ice cream stand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you know what? You know what I'm starting to think? I think there's a lot more going on the moon. I think there they is want a us lot to believe. There's a, yeah, there's aliens inside it. Just say it, man. There's um, so America. They're not the only ones up there. China. They have a rover up there. It's scooting around. They're 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 trying to plan out to see if they can plant uh, like vegetables and like trees on the, on moon? the moon. Like put up like little greenhouses, right? But oh, they just got a little robot. And I don't know if we talked about it before, but they found something. They took this picture. And in the distance, all you see is like this. It just looks like a, a building. It just looks like this square building in the distance. It's insane. And they're like, we're going to go investigate it. It's going to take like three weeks for this fucking little robot to get all the way over there. And then they get there and uh, they come out with a report again. They say, oh, it's just a rock. And that's all they said. There's that's no a picture. rock that looks like a shed. There's no picture of it. They didn't take a follow up picture or anything. They're just saying, oh, it's a rock. And like leaving it. Like, if you see the picture, it's clearly not a rock. It has angles. It looks like a square. It's an easy, it's an easy excuse when you're on the moon, though, just to say it's a rock. And that's not the only thing. Apparently, there is recordings and redactions from the original script of the Apollo missions when they arrived there. And apparently there's even footage cut out from the original recordings. I don't think the recordings were real anyways on the moon, but apparently think, they reported. You don't think seeing, any of them were? Not, not much. Maybe some pictures. Maybe like the, the rover itself. It's hard to say. They had, they had Kubrick, man. They had Kubrick. Yeah. The best filmmaker at the time. But uh, they reported seeing UFOs in, in the crater. Like they had the lights they saw from above. 
but from the ground they reported seeing like discs of light hovering above craters in the distance yeah. and and there's like yeah there's just a lot of like hidden files from the moon right and then all of a sudden there's this abrupt stop they stop going to the moon they stop talking about the moon exactly the moon went away like yet, they have, it. yet they have all this information and science about the moon uh like but they've only been there a few times they just dicked around we still really don't know that much or we know too much and yeah. we don't want to so, say what it actually is so are there secret missions to the moon i think there might be i think maybe we either got up there earlier than we say we have or we got up there early and kept the missions going in secret because we found something there or they found something there and we're like told not to come back and they're like all right we're not gonna go back <laughs> maybe that it's just like turn the corner of a crater it's just like this this you alien stay, gang shows up it's like stay off my lawn say hey hey holmes what are you doing man <laughs> why are they Mexican, it? Brand? Why are i don't Mexican? know they sound cooler that way okay <laughs> but uh yeah, could they have been chased off? Could they have been brought into something? I think chased off is a good uh, explanation. But it, it is weird that, like, fucking guys like Elon and, uh, you know, Bezos and those rich assholes, they're doing their little trips to the fucking space, bringing fucking people to space. It's you just think, for show. It's just you, for show. Yeah, but you think they would be like, let's go to the moon. Let's go to the first stopping point, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, and they, they haven't. Talk. Nobody, none of those assholes have they talked just, about it. They just want to go straight to Mars, which I'm sorry, I don't think it's going to happen. Seems like a little further away. I think that's just a pipe dream. It's keeping people distracted. Yeah, you know, des- it's a destination that you'll never get to. Yeah, I think we'll send our rovers there. And you'll send them to go probing for water, but and the first human to go to Mars knows that they're going to die on Mars. Yeah. Definitely, but see, that's why they're trying to do uh, things. They're they're trying to moon, do a mission. Been there and back, you can go there and back in a couple of days. Yeah, couple yeah. Weeks. Maybe maybe we're not allowed. Maybe there's things going on there we can't. So there's right. been several uh, NASA scientists and like people like in like deep secret programs happening in the U.S. government that have come out and said. Like there is uh, secret bases on the moon, on the dark side of the moon, which isn't, by the way, the dark side of the moon isn't a real thing. Everyone it, thinks it's it just is a, side. a real thing. No, it orbits and it's not always dark. It's a it Pink record. It's a great record. Yeah. But, pe- but people, but where do they come that. up with it? There's a dark side of the moon. For sure. It's only facing one way. You know, it rotates. <laughs> it, it, it rotates slower. Like, uh, but it certainly changes. Well, there's probably little things in all those rock sheds that the they see. Yeah. So there's like there's no, but there's no way of actually hiding like a giant secret base on the moon without. Or if it's like, in a crater. Then, well, there could be. There are bizarre pictures of weird things on the moon, like a looks like shed made, a shed made out of rocks. Just a big shed, full of tools. Maybe that's what it is. The moon is the alien tool shed for everything they need to store their ship for when they got to come to Earth. It's the closest thing to Earth. When they got to come here and stop our nuclear weapons and stop us from being assholes. They can yeah. store They store all their stuff in their big rock moon shed. Shed or a base. <laughs> that's what a base would be. It would be perfect. So should I quit calling the base a shed? Yeah. And, like, and who knows? This... This could be one civilization of aliens living there. This could be whoever shows up, whoever wants to. This could be like a crazy hotel resort, you know. You just show up here like, all right, sign in here. You'll be going to Earth in two days. And then, like, you get permission to go to Earth and fuck around and, like, yeah, you know, do whatever you want. Like, and then you got this is like home base. You got to go back there when you're done. Yeah, those little chumps down there fooling around with their nuclear weapons again. It's like, just... all right, you can't keep this lady. You got to <laughs> you got to let her go. Sorry. And they just dump her in a cornfield. She doesn't yeah. remember it. You know, yeah. I I'm starting to think cuz being you, we have that that book we love so much, the Field Guide to Extraterrestrials. 
Love Look that. at all the different aliens that people are seeing. Do you have it close by? We haven't done one in a while. Uh, yeah, give me one second. <laughs> we don't have to do it right now, but if you find it, um, yeah. All the well, it could be it could be just like an en route. It's a rest stop for the UFOs. Just like an oh, yeah. en route or a rest stop, you know, it's like a exactly we gotta stop at get some supplies from the big rock moon shed and then go to earth and probe like, some people yeah like if you on like this book field guide extraterrestrials and i have two jacques valet books who's a, a ufo researcher and he goes after very bizarre fringe ufo stories that just don't fit into the normal narrative and oftentimes they're like from like the 1930s and like the middle of farmland france right it's yeah. just like nobody with no one's stories with these incredible tales and they're all different aliens they're all different ufos and it's like it, it, i think it is just like this crazy amusement park that we're living on and they just come in and they just like see what's happening yeah you know, some of them take us some they take our dna maybe they're allowed to take a certain amount of dna from us Take back to their planet, make a hybrid. Who knows? Some of them just want to take some plants. Like we told the one story of a bunch of like little fairy little guys that just like broke into this lady's house and like ruined her cake and like jumped in her Christmas tree. And they have different motives. Yeah, I think so. And I think, uh, you know, even, and even if you get into it being like a conscious thing, Maybe the physical structure that we could see is the moon, but if you're in another dimension, maybe the moon doesn't look like the moon at all. Maybe it has a lot more going on than we can't see, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. Have we done the alien that looks like Kermit the Frog? I believe so, yes. Okay. That's one of the earliest ones. There's over 100 in that book. There's no way we did them all. Let's flip to a different page. I'm just trying to find it. An interest an interesting look at it's been a while so i'm trying to remember what we've done and what we haven't done they all stay in my dreams so i know them all. <laughs> you remember me too because i had this book when i was a kid so it's just it's it's disturbing uh we talked about the little frogman let's see a picture no i no i haven't those look like battle toads yeah they look exactly like battle toads uh and apparently there's a little square picture below, and it's like a bunch of little bugs. So I don't know what's going. They're calling this type an amphibian. Uh, makes sense. Looks like a frog. Yeah. Happened in uh, Orland Park, Illinois, 1951. All right. So the 24-year-old steel worker was walking through the woods at 11 a.m. when he felt acid. Like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is 51, though. This is 1951. I was gonna say it's before. Way too early. See, that was the other thing. Most of these alien stories happened in the 70s. So it's just like acid. Yep, totally. Too much acid. Looking at frogmen. Uh, you were licking frogs. So this guy, he's going through a walk in the woods, 11 o'clock, uh, when he felt a cramping and a burning sensation on his neck. Um, it's called a sunburn. <laughs> or some or getting bitten by a poisonous snake or something. So but when he turned around he saw a gray object that he assumed was a whirlwind. What the hell's a whirlwind? Like a like a little uh, tornado, a whirlwind. So we saw a gray object. So okay. His Bad next Indian devil. His next his next conscious memory was of seeing a silver gray oval like a water tank across the road. <laughs> This fucking guy who wrote this book. His next conscious memory was of seeing a silver gray oval like a water tank across the road on the edge of a meadow. Now, Bailey, feeling paralyzed, then saw two strange men wearing what looked like green-tinted face shields at the craft's window. So the men asked where he was from and where he's going. <laughs> okay. Uh, when the paralysis wore off, Bailey walked away, glancing back once at the strange ship. A short while later, Bailey felt more cramping throughout his body and fatigue like he'd never felt before. Suddenly, it was late afternoon. All it right. sounds like he was bit by something ven venomous and then like saw some toads in a fucking wishing well next to a road. Yeah, and they asked him where he, where he was going and who was <laughs> okay. Uh, so, though he had 
told no one of the incident, Bailey, a black man, was confronted the next day by a group of white men who yelled at him. Hey, you, they said. Did we see you come out of a flying saucer yesterday? Shocked by the question, Bailey said no. That's just 50s racism. Yeah, so, yeah, I didn't know this guy was black. So apparently they were, yeah. (laughs) So this is where the myth where black people come from space. That's where this started. Gross. Uh, Gross. So 14 years passed before Bailey talked openly about this experience and his suspicion that it somehow was responsible for his chronic health problems. So in 1966, he became a preacher, but he did not seek help for what he called his flying, flying saucer disease until 1975. So well, legit, it's the 60s. No one's looking into flying saucer disease. I'm sure a lot of people had flying saucer disease. Uh, people are getting around, a lot of drugs going around. I'm sure a few people got it. Yeah. Um, when under hypnosis, details of the day a quarter of a century before began to emerge. So they did some uh, hypnosis on him. So Bailey recalled having been swarmed in the woods by dozens of frog-like creatures that walked. There's your your little toad man. They're about 1.5 feet tall, too. This is 14 years after he was in. Yeah, yeah. so he's getting some regression done to remember these. They were just a foot and a half tall, covered with smooth brown striped skin. They had little hands and only three toes on their feet. The creatures had slit mouths and prominent eyes that curled around the side of their heads. Gross. So suddenly the creatures clustered around him, jumping up to touch his hips and upper body. They seemed to talk to one another in high-pitched cries and sounded like wild ducks. <laughs> okay. All during this time, the creatures were accompanied by numerous tiny bugs. Do you know what they said? You know what they yeah. said to him? They said, bud wise or <laughs> this is the very first budweiser campaign it's the oldest budweiser commercial um bailey was running to try to escape this alien horde when he came across the bus size object just off the road he remembered awakening inside the craft and speculated that the frog-like creatures must have bit him or otherwise put him to sleep mm-hmm. so maybe he was poisoned he was licking toads man Two beings, each five feet tall, then approached Bailey inside the ship. He avoided looking at them too closely, but recalled seeing flattened and bizarre features beneath their tinted shields. Before being released, Bailey was given a message telepathically. They meant no harm and desired to land and communicate with humankind. They also wanted him to, to be a spokesman for them. Bailey would be visited by these aliens in 1977 and in 1978. So there we go, frogmen. Yeah, you know, maybe aliens. It it really just sounds like he got into some uh, into the weeds on some venom. Maybe maybe licked a frog. Maybe got bit by a snake. Saw some frogs in a pond or like in like a like a catch basin or something that looked like a spaceship. And then it just haunted him for years. And it sounds like there's probably there's probably more to like uh, you know it's the fifties and the whole race thing where these white guys start harassing him for it. Saying, "Hey, you come from a spaceship?" So you're saying Frogman from space didn't come and talk to this guy and try and get him to be the representative? I did not say that because that could have happened. It probably just happened consciously through the venom. Or through the DMT of licking a toad or getting bit by a poison snake or something. Totally could have happened. Totally could have happened. But who knows? Maybe fucking maybe frogs are from another planet. Well, um, there's a there's a tribe in Africa, uh, very bizarre, very mysterious tribe that uh, have been basically doing the same practice for years. And they're called the Dogon people. Is that a toad licking practice? Uh, I don't think there's, there, there's definitely toads involved because they believe that uh, an amphibious alien race came to earth um, and gave them the knowledge of uh, astronomy and, and science and math and just everything they know today. 
and they seeded Earth basically, and they they call them an amphibious frog-looking like creature, and they dress up like these creatures to this day. They have these ceremonies with these crazy huge masks, frog heads, and they have. Uh, I read a book about them, and they have knowledge of uh, like the star Sirius. It's like they have all these like incredible uh, stories about Sirius and all this knowledge about it. And the fact that there's two other stars like right next to Sirius that you can't see with the naked eye, but they have all this knowledge that they got oh, from the yeah. frog people. Yeah. And not like they have, yeah, they have incredible knowledge of science. Is that I, where Battletoads are from? It could be. Is that, is that where Sega Genesis got the idea for Battletoads? But there's a, there's a great uh, Tom Robbins book. Have you ever heard Tom Robbins? I think, He's, you, uh, I think you probably mentioned him or told you need to get if you get one book get um uh frog's pajamas i think it's called frog's pajamas yeah is that a real book you read you have it it's better when you have books and you just give them to me you don't buy physical books anymore which means i don't get books from you as much uh, yeah, I think I gave it to someone else a while ago. Oh, you did have it. Ha- half asleep in frog pajamas. That's half it. asleep in frog's pajamas. Our All good right. friend Ben Lardy suggested I read it, and I did. And uh, it's uh, one of the best best books I've ever read. The guy's and, an incredible uh, writer. You'll love it, his writing. Is it a novel? Is it a fictional tale? Or is it it's a, a novel but, about these frog people from space? But it does reference these uh, frog people from space a lot and the Dogon tribe quite a lot. Interesting. It is very interesting. I'd like to learn more about the frog people from space. Yeah. So, alien bases on the moon. Easy stop. Is it? Is it a, a scientific endeavor? Is it a, just an amusement park? What, what big, are we? What the are big they? rock shed. It's a big rock shed. It's a big rock shed. Okay. That's but fair. There's a good chance there's probably like uh, some alien weapons in it yeah. shed i don't know if aliens would have weapons that's a thing i because yeah. we talked about it before to get to that's a certain, certain point defense. in that, possibly i think yeah if you're a interstellar uh civilization and you you have this technology to travel around you you would have had to survive yourselves right you would have Look at the technology we've created. There's so much incredible stuff, but we've also weaponized everything we've we've created. So sure. we have the ability to blow ourselves up a thousand times over. And until a civilization can get beyond that point and only create technology to propel our evolution and get out to space and do things right and stop fucking fighting each other. So at the end of it all, then you can travel the world. So I don't think there's going to be these hostile aliens showing up because they wouldn't have a hostile bone in their body. Not because like they would have have to evolve to be this nice, peaceful way to say it. Say it. Nice. Yeah, pretty much. You know, but also at the same time, like you know, people try and be nice and good here, and like they still look down on lesser beings. Mm whether they mean to or not, but like, you know, we do damage without knowing these aliens could look at us the same way. So what you're really saying is at the end of the day, it's us humans that are doomed. Yeah, pretty much. We're doomed. (laughs) Earth's fine. Earth's going to be fine. In fact, people are going to be fine. Like modern civilization and modern culture and uh, basically everyone living Besides, you know, there's going to be people in the Amazon, South America, like islands in Indonesia that are going to survive this because they know how to survive this. They've been living the same way for thousands of years. They're just going to keep going as long as they're not affected by any major disaster. Because that's probably what happened before. We probably had a a grand civilization and got lost. And the only people who survived are the people that already know how to survive. Maybe it was a civilization of <coughs> intergalactic frog people. Yeah. So you know what? Humans can go. Yeah. We, we're good for a good reset. That means we're all going to die. We're not going to survive this. Uh, we're doomed. Yeah, we are doomed. But uh, 
the people that deserve to live, the people that just live in the jungle and just don't know what's going on. One day they're just going to look up and they're like, hey, there's a lot less giant silver birds in the sky today. It's like, <laughs> yep. And then just go on with their lives. And yeah, that's the life to live. You said it, Tyler, a few episodes back. You want to go to South America. We got to go. We got to go meet up with one of these deep jungle tribes. I'm down. Just be like, can we just hang out here? Can we just sleep in a hammock? Help you hunt monkeys? I can can kill a whole day in a hammock. I spent a lot of my Sunday in a hammock. Yep. Can you hunt monkeys, though? I don't need to hunt the monkeys. That's where the pox are. I don't want the monkey pox. I'll lick a few toads, lie in a hammock for a day. You can fish. I suppose you could fish. Yeah. Eat pineapples, man. I could live off just eating pineapples, licking toads, laying in a hammock. Yeah, like if say we were to live with this tribe, um, hypothetically, but you're, you're not bringing anything from the modern world. So you have nothing to impress them with. I bring my glasses. I guess so. <laughs> I need those to see. <laughs> you don't speak their language. They don't speak yours. Right. So like, what do you what do you do to impress them? What can you do to impress them as a, a modern man? Got glasses and I can make a fire. I'm sure they, they already can, have fire. I can make a fire. Right. I'm not going to live with monkeys. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. Just going to eat pineapples, lick toads, and lie that's, in a hammock. That's not impressive. They'll treat you're, me like they're God. It's like, look at this guy eating that's all our shit, licking our toes. They don't even, it's like they don't even get you high while you're licking the toes. <laughs> Uh, um, what would you do? The macar- you? the Macarena. Oh, you show them some shitty dance. <laughs> do no, that? I don't a moonwalk for them. Yeah, or you could just make up a dance. I feel like I'd rather improv just a dance in the moment. Uh, I'd probably like uh, sing them a song. Yeah, sing, sing the piano man. Sing him some, <laughs> some Bob Seger. Some David Bowie. Or get him on the night. It's true, dude. There would be no proper. If you were like a David Blaine like person, you could impress. You can impress some people pretty quickly. Some black magic. They might kill you. They might put your head on a stake if you pull some pull some David Blaine shit. I think we'd be okay. I think they'd welcome us. I think uh, they give us jobs. I think we'd understand them eventually, telepathically. Give us some ayahuasca. We'll get on the same page. Yeah, I would. I would more like want to come to their level. I don't want them to be impressed by me. I want to be absolutely by them and their exactly. Way. Want to learn how to make a hut out of yeah. branches and. Sp- Make spears and weave a weave a nice basket. Yeah, <laughs> some nice basket weaving. Anyway, all we right. Four, we got four minutes. We got four minutes. Um, well, but I, well, I think we're doomed. I think we are doomed. 